On this week's episode, we discover ska songs that may be hurting your family. Stay tuned! Welcome to On the Upbeat. I'm Matt. I'm RJ Phoenix. And we are excited to be here. We're excited to talk to you about ska music. <laughs> yep, it's been a couple weeks. Um, it has been. Uh, yeah, it's been. It was kind of strange to be sort of like off and not doing anything. And then, like, the first week was, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but for like me, the first week was like, oh, it's good. I don't have to like think about like. Because it's not obviously I'm still listening to ska music the entire yeah. time, but it's like I don't have to organize it into like a box of thoughts <laughs> about like <laughs> what we're gonna think about. I can just like, and then the second week, well, actually, it was kind of the same thing for most of the second week, and then about halfway through the second week, I was like, oh yeah, we gotta we gotta figure out That's what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> <laughs> like we had the bear. The bare basics uh, before we sort of took a couple weeks off, but then I was like, "Oh yeah, I got to put some thought into what what we're gonna do and what I'm gonna say." And um, I actually that's I don't put any thought into what I'm gonna say before we come on here, <laughs> um, unless it's like prepared direct information. Like if I'm talking oh, directly yeah. about a band, like I have you know I pick the song titles and like woo, we're gonna go from there. <laughs> that's that's about the extent of it. Uh, I don't, um, so RJ, how was your couple week break? What uh, have you been up to? Well, I mean, first of all, I did that, that other podcast, which was a lot of fun. Uh, the oh, Josh totally and Joe podcast. I totally forgot to listen to it. I'm a terrible person. Oh man, you really should. Because me and Josh talk about the band we were in a lot and it would give you even more clues to find it, sir. Oh yeah. So including the, the band names. Name oh, times. that would be helpful. So like you gave me the clue to just look up like Rad Jose, uh, yeah. which is what RJ stands for, and it's like um, that didn't help. I just found a bunch of other things like your what was it the Flickr account? Oh, my old Flickr account. My probably my one of my old live journals. Yes, I think <laughs> something about you on Discogs or something. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm on Discogs. That's how I do all my record. That's how I keep track of all my vinyl. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I'm like this. I'm not finding any band related information. I'm just finding essentially you. Um, so, but yes, you're right. I did. In, that was my intention was to listen to that, um, so I could find out information. So soon I will have it. Soon, soon you will, will, you will have it, and you will you will download the tracks from Bandcamp, and you will surprise them on me <laughs> yes yes um um other than that like ska wise i was just you know dedicating some extra time to 23 minutes uh trying to up the uh album artwork for each episode a little bit more so it's uh you know it's comic book themed i'm trying to match comic book fonts then uh kind of rip off then this this green lantern one i did last week is probably the most i've ever spent Time-wise, trying to get that logo to look just perfect. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. It was, it was good. Yeah, I mean, I had the awesome Liam Sharp art, so it was going to look good no matter what. But I was like, I got to nail this. Can't let Hal Jordan down. <laughs> yeah, don't let him down. He'll be mad. All right. I mean, I'm more of a Kyle Rayner man, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I forgot to mention something. Yeah, what yeah, what So for those who may not pay attention to my uh, or the social media account for this page, either Facebook or Instagram, my wife listening to the podcast, she goes, let's start a drinking game for every time Matt says awesome um, on the podcast. And yeah, apparently I say it a lot as like a filler between like one subject to another. Like I'm just like, oh, that's awesome. Let's move on. You also use it on social media a lot, which I called you out on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I definitely do that too. Cause it's like, I don't know. It's just an easy word and it applies to a lot of things and I'm lazy. <laughs> I mean, what am I going to put? Like amaze balls or, you know, it's like, awesome yeah, don't tactic. be that guy. It's just like, uh, um, so yeah. So, if you want, you can play this said drinking game, Drink Responsibly, at home, which, obviously, drink res- I feel like if you're telling people to play a drinking game and then following that with Drink Responsibly, that is not... Those are mixed signals right there, right? I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... But you're playing if you a game choose, specifically to get drunk. <laughs> well, let's just put it this way. Just make sure you're not going anywhere for a while. Like Yes. yes. Let's just put it that way. Um, so, yeah, you can play it. See how many times I say awesome. Because, you know, most people when that kind of stuff is pointed out to them, they just sort of, like, they change. I do not. <laughs> like, I just, will like, into it, man. Uh, whatever. That's awesome. Also, real quick update before we jump, jump into this week's discussions. Um, for those of you who have been paying attention to the podcast for a while and on social media... We kind of started a place, um, sort of a way for you guys to help us financially. Um, And quite a few of you have um, tipped us. Um, That's sort of the way we're looking at it because you're basically not getting anything directly. It's not like a reward thing where if you pledged, you know, five bucks a month, you get these things. You're pretty much tipping us for the podcast that you're currently listening to thank you yes we definitely appreciate it so we set up a goal for um to reach um 150 dollars, and with that goal we were the plan is to make stickers and then also help sort of pay for um we have to pay a hosting site that hosts this uh, pod podcast and sends it all to the apps and stuff like that but so we are 98 percent with that goal so wow (laughs) right um so i'm not sure exactly how much more we need to directly hit that goal um but um i'm sure it's probably like 10 15 dollars or something like that uh i'm not great at math that's awesome man yeah i was super excited stickers yo so yeah Either way, at this point, even at ninety-eight percent, we're still gonna we're gonna make the stickers, so we can you know, yay, making stickers, we're making stickers, and uh, obviously that'll help um, pay for a few months of our hosting site, and we will in the coming weeks, uh, especially um, if we get a few more dollars to actually close out that goal, we'll we'll have another goal of something we want to try. Um, but we'll talk more about that in the future. So if you would like to donate to us, 
Um, there's a link in our Instagram profile. If you just click that link, the first thing, uh, it, then a whole host of other links come up. And the top one there, it says, um, like, tip jar. And then it says, wow, I just went through puberty in that sentence right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Johnny Bravo. Um, uh, the top one says tip jar, and you can click on that. Um, and it, there's a website called Coffee. So it's spelled K O um, dash F I dot com. And you can go there, you know, so it's K O dash F I dot com slash on the upbeat. And um, you can find us there, and you can just tip us just the basic $3, or you can tip us as much as you want. Um, and if you can do that regularly, but you're not, that's not what you're signing up for. But if you can, that would be great. And then the more we get, the more we can do things. And cause people, I mean, people have asked us for shirts and I'm like, shirts are a crazy thing to get into. Like, um, yeah. when it, cause you never know if you're going to sell them and then it can be sort of like a, you end up losing money. And so, <clears throat> so we're not quite there yet, but if um people support us that way and look we know times are hard you don't have to support us just keep listening to the show for free you know tell your friends about it that's tell your friends yeah that's a great way to support us as well all right so this week we are going to talk about ska covers yeah So that is, you know, come I come on Eileen by Say Ferris. Pretty much, I, I mean, I think arguably it's the most famous ska cover of a song ever, right? RJ. Uh, I mean, there would be some some debate. I might say the Specials cover of uh, Message to You, Rudy, is a more famous ska cover. Oh, um, but what's interesting about that? I, I would the reason I would argue against that is I don't think a lot of people know that that's a cover. See, that's true. I don't, I, I don't know that that's... Uh, is, is knowing it's a cover? Is that is that a qualification? Um, yes. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> I kind of think it does. I think it... Because you have to, like, just... Because I'm not looking like... I mean, depends on how we're looking about the most popular. Is it the one that's, like, maybe had the most chart success? Then that would still fall to, say, Ferris. If it's the one that's more, but they don't really, most people don't recognize um, a message to you as a cover. So I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. But anyway, so either one of those two, um, I, I think. <laughs> and the thing about that cover song, Matt, it's, it's, I don't like it. <laughs> what? Um, It is. I. I it's not the best Safe Ferris song, and it's already such a great song and and i don't know i i hate that safe ferris is known for that song oh you oh you're t- i thought you were talking about uh, a message to you that's what i thought you were talking about oh god no 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 Both i was like whoa we're gonna have to start stop the whole show <laughs> listen up rj you're fired <laughs> right you can't not like the specials song like you have to like that song oh yeah no <laughs> i do i love it <laughs> so you don't like that safe ferris is known for that cover. I don't like that they're known for a bad cover of a great song when they themselves even have great songs. It's it's 
it's you think it's a bad cover i don't like it at all and i never have not even when i bought the cd when it came out so you you prefer the (laughs) you just have this like you prefer the original yeah the dexys version i mean it it does it obviously has a a different feel it obviously it's more folksy um grassroots sort of uh country band sort of vibe going on um but i don't know i don't know if i like it more i mean it's de- you know i don't know i i don't know i guess it's just weird that you're like i don't like that say ferris is known for that song it's <laughs> I, I don't, because I wish they were known for one of their own songs, because they have great songs. Oh. Uh, and like okay, I said, so I just don't think that's a good cover of Come On Eileen either. I, like, and I, it's like a twofer. Yeah, so I see what you're saying in regards to like the fact that you wish Safe Ferris's bigger hit was one of their own songs. Like, because yeah. that's the song that they are most known for. Um, yeah, so I get that. Yeah. And they, you're right, they, they definitely do have some some like really good songs of their own that yeah I could see why you'd want that to be a bigger hit or, or one of their originals yeah I think as a band I would definitely yeah. want my originals to be a bigger hit than the one cover we did but you know whatever uh, <laughs> I don't think it's a bad cover so I don't know I don't think it's a bad cover so First our... disagreement of the episode <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean it's just I don't know I it, it's Obviously, much more... I mean, I guess you lose a lot of the, like... Like, interesting instrumentals that are happening. Sort of, like, within the new... You know, because it's just the horns covering the basic melody of the song. So... Yeah. um, Yeah. But, yeah. All right. So, you had planned... You said that you were going to give, like, a brief sort of, like, history of, like ska covers and sort of like why it's a a thing within and by brief i mean very brief because a lot of the stuff that that i i think i know a lot of the times i like to go back and verify because i've always found that i'm kind of an idiot and i remember things wrong (laughs) so i wanted to look back like and guess what looking for what's the first ska cover just gets you spotify lists of ska covers it does it does not help. There's no historical context there. Um, there has been ska covers of songs going back to like the early 60s. Like, and it's usually covering like pop songs at the time. Like there's Beatles covers. Uh, there's also like themes for movies like Guns of Navarone by the Skeletons, And that was in 65. So that's like a good sweet spot. And so that's always been part of it. Like taking a pop song or a popular tune and turning it into a ska song, which we we hear a lot of. Now, also, there is the component of kind of like novelty songs, and I think you find this more with your very, very punk-forward ska punk bands, and that I have a little more information on. That goes back to the Toy Dolls, and in 1982, they did a cover of a song called Nelly the Elephant, which is supposed to be the first punk rock cover song. And it was very highly novelty song. And so you kind of get less than Jake does a lot more novelty type covers in a lot of ways. So that's how you kind of get like the both and then ska and punk come together. So you have your like just doing ska and ska punk version of pop songs and then kind of doing more novelty songs as a ska song. Uh, So so, yeah, yeah. real quick, what would you classify just ska or not? 
but what would you classify as a novelty song? Give it, like, the most popular novelty song that you can think of. Like, I'm trying to picture what you mean by when you say novelty song. Oh, well, Weird Al. Any of Weird Al hits that actually okay, got radio play. Sure. Those are novelty songs. Yeah. Right, because they... Um, I just... Well, like a song, like I keep thinking of like Christmas songs, like I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Like, is that a novel? Exactly. Song? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's a David Bowie tried to make his career on novelty songs in the, in the beginning before he became like a more legitimate artist. He did a song called The Laughing Gnome. Novelty song. A lot of Herman Herbert songs. Novelty, novelty songs. songs. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. The Coming to Take Me Away, especially by Herman Hermits. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that's some good information. Um, no, I <laughs> Very so, short. No, I, I wish I had more on ska and the history of covers back in the 60s through 70s, but it just it seemed to be almost always a part of ska since it came about. Yeah, and I would definitely say just from, like, what I have experienced in the last, like, 25 years, 20 years, like it does seem to be more of a thing for ska to do covers than it is for like general market audience or general bands, you know, that get played on the radio to do covers. Like it seems to oh, be definitely more of a sort of thing ska bands like to do. The only other genre I can think of that does it as much as like lounge bands and that almost sometimes gets more into a kitschy kind of thing like with richard cheese but that's not always the case but Um, still a lot of covers so our our plan was to just give you some of our favorite ska covers we we're only pretty much going to give you three ska covers uh, that we both like um each yeah yeah each and we'll put that on a special playlist and we'll probably for now add a few more um, uh, and I posted something on Instagram and maybe I'll take some suggestions from the in- Instagram answers that people give and we'll make sort of like a ska covers playlist. And then maybe we'll revisit this issue either with, um, you know, sort of like a, just a real quick, um, thing on one other episode where we just sort of continuously add, um, our picks. Um, all right. Yeah, so, I like it. so, uh, I'll go first giving you my picks All right, now, like go for it. here's the thing i was intentionally going to avoid like the two i i would say two of the biggest ska cover uh hits just because like it's things i think people already know about and i don't want like <laughs> like of course you know people when you think ska covers most people think of this So, I think it's a great cover, but... It, Matt, yeah, it absolutely is, and I also love the original. They're both good songs. Yes. So, like... Contrast, contrast that, that to, to my, my opinions, opinions on Save Ferris. Ferris. <laughs> so, this is the original. Um... Obviously, uh, Aaron Barrett cannot do the fall that fal- falsetto thing, like uh, you know, yeah. that, that he does. <laughs> but it's obviously it's a very like ska cover of that song. Oh yeah, and uh, so it's kind of like 
you know, everyone knows those. So, like, I'm not going to go with those. <laughs> like, just, Yeah, get so, those out of the way. Yeah. Like, those will make the list. Everyone knows those. Um, yeah, so those are, like, honorable mentions. And they're great, and we love them. But here's some stuff maybe you haven't yeah. heard. <laughs> so here is a cover um, of a song called Smile Like You Mean It. Um, the original is by The Killers, and this cover is by a band called Half Past Two. This song is very different than the the original. Um, the original is much more oh, yeah. moody. Like this is the original. So, like, I feel with the. Uh, half past two version it just sort of like took the moodiness out of it and sort of gave like a a um sort of sarcastic tone to the lyrics um simply because <laughs> of like just the True. upbeat the upbeat tone of it um so yeah hey rj did you know that in the um yeah. video for the half past two version of smile like you minute um, one of us is in it. Did you know that? <laughs> and the, one of us that's <laughs> in it is... It must be you. It's me. <laughs> it's me. I'm in the video for Half Past Two's version of Smile Like You Mean It. I show up... Um, oh, that's awesome. Um, pretty much like with the, like the last minute of the video. So, um, yeah. So, I'm going to have to watch that video with that in mind now. I haven't watched it in a long time. Yes. Um, and then... Okay, so here's my other pick. RJ and I were talking beforehand how, like, he really likes the originals of his of oh, his yeah. ska cover picks. I, um, I don't really. Well, with <laughs> maybe with the exception of like two of them and the Killers song. Like, I'm not a big Killers fan. I don't yeah. hate it um, as much as I don't. Okay, I try not to use the word hate a lot. I try not to use it at all, really. But I really am not a fan of this. Not a fan. Uh, well, the Killers, I'm just more, you know, sort of ambivalent. I don't hate them. I don't, like, really like their music, but I don't really dislike it either. So it's just like, yeah, they've got some good songs, but I'm not particularly drawn, drawn to them. But yeah. this, the original uh, by this next artist, uh, this next song... Uh, I do not like the original version of this song at all, and <laughs> so glad there's now a ska cover of it. And uh, y everyone will recognize this song, Bad Guy, by The Interrupters. What should now 
I love this version of the song. Um, I don't know that I'm sold on it. That's the first time I've actually heard it. Really? Well, I definitely love it compared. Yeah, yeah. I definitely love it compared to this one, this version of the song. Oh, I love the original. <laughs> I have bad taste in music, though. Breathing heavenly into the microphone, and then I call it singing. Ugh, I can't. I just can't with her. <laughs> I just... you know. Here, okay, I, I will gonna, admit, the original version took a while to grow on me, though, too. It's like, okay, so here's the thing. I have heard her perform acoustically, and I love her voice. I don't like the production of these songs, of her albums. I don't. It's overly produced, and I don't <laughs> like it. It's too gimmicky. Blah, blah, blah. Like, stop whispering into the microphone. It's like, yeah, I don't. Needless to say, I'm not a fan of Billie Eilish. For the most part. But I do think she has an amazing voice. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really a fan of the original. But, but so you're telling me you don't like the Interrupters version? What's wrong with you? Uh, I don't know. I, I think, um, I don't know if it's just the, the, the feed that we have hearing it playing over but the 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 decreased tempo is not working for me you don't like the faster tempo i like the faster of the original i feel um i don't know and i i usually love amy's yeah i usually love amy's voice and i really didn't like it there um counterpoint the holophonics did a cover a while ago and i think that is excellent um yeah i i kind of think they're I did hear that version of it. I kind of feel like they're the same. They're structurally the same to me, for the most part. Um, Maybe I just like, like Eric's voice, voice better than Amy's. Amy's. That's, that's, <laughs> that could be possible. Um, but needless to say, I just like the energy and the just sort of like in-your-faceness of the song that way. Um, all right. So, so like, okay, so like the Killers... And uh, Killer is like I'm indifferent to. Um, and I would say this next yeah. band, I'm, you know. So Billy Ice is the only one I actively just don't like and have strong opinions of not liking her. Um, so <laughs> this other, this next song became popular recently because of the um, 2014 uh, Guardians of the Galaxy film. And uh, it is originally yeah. done by a band called Redbone. Uh, I believe they're a Native American um, band, if I remember looking it up correctly. Um, so, but the cover that I want to play for you is by a um, local Orange County ska band, Hooray for Our Side. And they did a cover of, yeah. of that uh, song in 2014. It is called... Come and get your love.
I just like the energy that they put into the song. And the original's a good song. Like, it's... I have nothing against it. I just like the sort of, like, heightened energy that Hooray for Our Side puts into it. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. It's great. But if you're... um, It's absolutely great. Yeah, if you're having a hard time recognizing the original, um, it from the original... Yeah, so it's in the opening, that version is in the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and it's a good song. Which it's is just, just one of my favorite movies. I love that movie so much. Yes, it is a very good movie. All right, RJ, enough that, about me. That's the characters I liked growing up. So speaking of growing up and what RJ liked as a kid, I listened to a lot of indie rock and a lot of 80s new wave by choice, because I missed 80s new wave when I was a kid. So I got back into it when I was a teenager, uh, late teens. I was buying all these comps and like, hearing songs. But I was also a big indie rock fan, so that really informs a lot of this. Like M- Matt mentioned earlier, these are all songs that I was already fans of. And then years later, because all these songs are like, I think in the last, well, maybe not one of them, but a couple of them in the last five, ten years. And I, uh, they would have a har- high bar to clear for me to consider them a good cover, let alone a good ska cover, because I don't know if I said this on the show before. I don't, I don't, I don't really like ska covers all that much. So you got to be a good ska cover, and if you do a good song that I like, you really have to do a good job. <laughs> the first one is a bomb the music industry covering Gold Sounds by Pavement. Go back to this gold sounds and keep my advent to yourself. It's definitely a you know a good song. Obviously, that's the thing that's so hard for me to like judge it as a cover because like I have no connection to the original. Um, yeah. And uh, so like here here's a little bit of the original. <laughs> Like, I feel like the vocals on both songs are kind of, like, the same. Not like, I know it's, like... Very raw, kind of, yeah. Sort of, like, almost out of tune. (laughs) Or... Yeah, sort of. Like, I mean, that's what works for both uh, Jeff and uh, Steven from uh, Pavement. They both kind of do that same thing. So it's kind of almost like a, a great idea for them to cover a Pavement song. Um, and it actually came about to upset Scott and indie rock fans. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> that was their motivation, which is ridiculous and hilarious. And uh, Jeff had stated that one time. I repeated that on uh, the the Reddit ska board, and somebody told me I was an idiot. No band would ever go out of their way to pay money for a licensing fee and record time just to piss off people. And I just had to go and take that very quote from the interview from Jeff and be like, nope, Jeff Rosenstock from this band said, quote, we were on tour with the Slackers and everybody hated us anyway. <laughs> so we decided to start trolling them. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a lot of... That's that's funny. That's a funny story. All right, what's next? Yeah. So next is the Kingpins. They're a band from Canada that I'm a big fan of, and they did a cover of a new wave song by a band. I think they it's pronounced Indochine. Uh, the name of the song is La Ventour Ia. Once again, I can't judge it as a cover because I have no connection <laughs> to the original. But I definitely like the song as a ska song. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's such a great ska song that when you realize that it's a cover, it almost feels like a cheat. That, But it comes from this really great French uh, new wave band. And I found them on one of those old new wave comps that I was picking up like in the late 90s. And so if you want to play that just so you can hear the difference between the two. Yeah, here's a little bit of the original. Very, very new wave. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Very... When was this original out when did this song 82 82 okay so it is an 80s song got it <laughs> yeah yeah it's 80s because well, there the have core. been some songs now that come out you know that are produced oh, mining that yeah produced to sound like they came out in the 80s but um they are you know now 2020 yeah, yeah. um all right but that's uh yeah yes. i definitely can hear why so, that would be a good ska cover yeah, and that Kingpin song, like, it doesn't have that little lead-up. It just, like, punches you with, like, the ska right at the beginning, which is why I think it makes a great ska cover right there in and of itself. Um, all right, moving on. This is this is a big hill for me. They Might Be Giants was my first favorite band growing up, and so every time there's going to be a ska cover of They Might Be Giants song, I want to hear it. I'm going to judge it harshly. And this one came out on top. It is the Star Fucking Hipsters and their cover of Anna Ung by They Might Be Giants.
well, that's a pretty awesome, uh, you know, ska song. By the way, take a drink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a pretty good ska song. But yeah, well, you know, no connection to the original. But here it is uh, for a little bit of comparison. Yeah. Make a hole with a gun perpendicular to the name of this town in a desktop globe. Exit wound in a foreign nation, showing the home of the one this was written for. My apartment looks upside down from there. Water spirals the wrong way out the sink. And her voice is a backwards record. It's like a whirlpool and I definitely love a lot of these ska covers because it almost sounds like a completely <laughs> different song, like almost completely <laughs> unrecognizable to the original, um, you know, unless you catch the lyrics and I, stuff like that. I kind of prefer that with covers, to be honest. If it's too close to the original, I'm just, just absolutely not a fan. Um, one of my all-time favorite covers was by a band that used to be a ska band, but by the time they did the cover, they were not. Uh, that was the uh, the Impossibles doing a cover of a Weezer song, The Good Life. They totally deconstruct and reconstruct that song in a way that's absolutely amazing. If it was a ska song, I'd be playing it here. Uh, but it, it, it almost is such a departure that I know people who are fans of the Weezer song say, this is horrible, how can you like that? And I'm like, because it's amazing. <laughs> I will, de- I'm a, I'm a, well, I don't want to say I'm a, gigantic Weezer fan, but I definitely love that song. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, Weezer has been weird to me in the last 10 years or so. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. No, those are all great picks. They're all great ska songs. Um, and yeah, so we'll add all these things to our list. But I think you're, I think you're right. I think, generally speaking, like a, a good cover of a song needs to um, you know, unless you're like, you know, the house band at some restaurant or you're, you know, you're out, um, performing somewhere at just like an open mic night. Yeah. I could see why maybe you just want to allow people to know the song and enjoy it the way it's originally done. But like, I think if you're going to like yeah. Yeah. put it on an album, you kind of want to make it your own. Um, so that's why it didn't make, speaking of Weezer, that's why it didn't make any sense when Weezer pretty much. Every, they put out a, a covers album and then did every single song virtually like it is on the original. <laughs> yeah, I, I 100% didn't get that. And the thing is, they had done great covers in the past, so I don't know why when they finally did a covers album that it was, for me as well, it was just such a, why would I listen to this over the original? Yeah, the only, on that album, the only sort of like, one that was slightly different was the no scrubs and that was funny mostly because it was a guy singing those lyrics um when the song is written from a (laughs) girl's perspective so it's like that's interesting and sort of like funny because that's not how rivers talks you know what i mean so like that's there's (laughs) like a sort of like a different position perspective there um yeah that and plus the song is actually It's probably the most different from the original (laughs) on, you know, on the album. But anyway, enough about Weezer. This isn't Weezer talk. Um, (laughs) But yeah, but yes, generally speaking, I think a ska cover has to be vastly different than the original. Otherwise, 
you know, it, then it's not probably ska then. <laughs> um, yeah. And maybe we yeah, should do something more than update the beat, you know. I'm going to ask you this, and maybe we'll talk more about it, but what do you think of ska bands covering other ska songs? Like, that kind of... Does that seem pointless? So so with ska bands doing ska covers, I, I'm usually, I end up being a fan, to be honest, because they're not just trying to, like, update the beat. The, the ska beat's already there. Uh, the instrumentation is usually pretty similar in a lot of ways. So the, it gives the, the covering band license to push it, like, further, uh, have a lot more fun with it, be more experimental with it, go bigger with it, go smaller with it if they want to strip it back, you know? Um, and, and in fact... Uh, there's a uh, real big fish to the cover of an Edna's Goldfish song called Veronica Sawyer, which in a lot of ways, I think I prefer the real big fish version, even though I was an Edna's Goldfish fan back in the day, uh, just because they went like bigger with it in a, in a way that wasn't, you know, previously there. Uh, I, I would say the same with uh, Madness and their cover of Prince Buster's One Step Beyond. I think I prefer the Madness version, to be honest. And I love Prince Buster. So I think I'm not against ska bands covering ska songs because nine times out of ten, like, I enjoy it a lot better than a ska band like, oh, hey, let's cover this cheesy 80s song that was very rife in the late 90s. You know, what do you, what think, do you think about, about ska, ska bands, bands covering, covering ska, ska bands? bands? I think it's fine, obviously. I, so, like, I would agree in a lot of ways with what you said. Like, you know, they don't have to necessarily restructure the song as much. A lot of it's there you know, to make it ska. So, yeah, I, I think it's fine um, to do it that way. Um, but uh, I can't think of any specific examples of versions of anyone, <laughs> like, well, other than a message to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Off the top of my head. I'm sure there are. I know, especially with the quarantine stuff, a lot of people have done covers. Oh, yeah, those have been so much fun. I bet our buddy Daniel doing those up in Canada. And obviously, if you take a slower ska song and just, like, ska punk it up yeah that could be a great you know sort of different version of it so yeah i think yeah. it's i think it's fine but i still sort of like find a way to make it unique and diff- slightly different it doesn't you well, know well, don't don't just do the same thing are, are in the opposite direction like you just played jimmy cliff doing ruby soho on the last, the last episode, episode we did. right he, sure he, he took, took a punk song and slowed it down to like a more rock steady ska right no yeah that makes sense too yeah well it's yeah because it's adding your you know, because that's sort of the vibe that he does, right? That's yeah. just sort of his thing. So that makes a lot of sense. All right. So we do have, uh, we haven't done this segment in a couple of weeks, mostly because we've been focused on interviews the past few episodes. But we do have a um, ska around the world. Um, and this week, we're going to talk about a ska band from Mexico. It's a band called Inspector. Now, <laughs> Um, there actually are several bands with Inspector in their title. There's like yes. Inspector 7 or mm-hmm. The Inspector. This is just Inspector. Inspector, one word, that's it. Um, so, uh, this comes from the Wikipedia page, and I kind of get the feeling that this sort of uh, uh, bio is written by them, or so, uh, just a very big fan, at least. <laughs> Um, Inspector was born in November of 1995 with a group of kids who were looking for fun to create good music and enjoy life. Um, After achieving their initial goals as a band, 
they recorded an independent album called um, Blanco y Negro, which translated as black and white. And that sort of like, uh, that made them known in the music scene in their hometown. And then it sort of, they sort of started to play um, in different cities around um, where they're from in Mexico, which sort of then led them being um, popular in Mexico City itself. Um, during this time, the group's lineup began to take shape. Soon they began to be recognized in the ska scene in, in Mexico, thanks to their songs and their unique style, which is essentially reggae and ska, but also crosses through genres uh, such as jazz, rockabilly, and uh, rhythmic touches and romantic lyrics, um, which um, people connected with. So here we're going to go with a song off of their... Um, we kind of like to just show you something maybe early days and then something recent when we do um, uh, Ska Around the World. So here is uh, their song from their um, 1998 album. Um, this is the title track. Um, Blanco y Negro, um, which translated means black and white, and here's that song now. Okay, this is Inspector with the rock steady madness. No puedo compartir tu idea de prejuicio, ni el que exista una raza superior. Quizás tú nunca te hayas puesto a pensar que entre latinos no debemos de pelear. Hay gente que no entiende esto, que lo importante no es el color. So, like I said, that album, um, you know, uh, came out in 1998. In 2001, they were signed uh, by the record company Universal Music uh, in Mexico and started rele releasing albums. And um, their most recent album um, is is called, uh, oh my gosh. So, excuse me, like, <laughs> I am not, like, uh, super great at... Um, with other languages. Um, so, Paja, I'm just going to say it. It's translated blank pages. <laughs> um, okay. I'm just going to say it that way. It's translated blank pages. And, um, but, uh, so this is from 2018, and it's the title track off that song or off that album, Blank Pages. Se fue, se fue y pasó el tiempo Si algo me ha de 
So like this song has a little bit more of a soulful um, sound to it, and uh, yeah, I like it. Um, no, that since, was very good. Since we are talking uh, this week, we're talking about ska covers. Well, they have a ska cover. Uh, well, hey. hey. <laughs> so I figured let's highlight that real quick. Uh, it's a song I think most people know. Um, it is originally done by. Oh my gosh, I sure hope I'm right, but I'm pretty sure I am because I'm pretty sure I'm I'm pretty good with uh 50s songs 50s 60s songs uh this song is originally by the temptations called my girl version i love it it's a good scott version of that song all right so that that is inspector and they are a ska band from mexico so check them out and uh you can find all of the songs on the podcast um actually for this week the covers you will now find on a different playlist um but um ska band uh ska around the world and our ska picks of the week will be on our main main podcast playlist which is called ska favorites um you can check that out on spotify just find us there and there there'll be a link to it in the show notes <laughs> and on our instagram and all that stuff you find it there um but yeah that's where you'll find stuff and so before we head out we do have um our ska picks of the week and i will go first with mine go for it buddy um so my uh, my ska pick is, you know, I think it's a band that a lot of people, um, you know, they think of their early stuff and, you know, that maybe ends up on playlists or people talk about and really love. But um, I love their more recent album um, a lot, too, as well as their early stuff. Um, it's uh, by the band Less Than Jake. It's a song called Good Enough. It's off the 2000, oh my gosh, 2013 album? See the light, that's what it yeah. is. Um, so yes, this song is called Good Enough, and we're going to check it out right here. Thank you. 
Yes. And so despite the fact that I couldn't remember the name of the album, I really love this album. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's a great album. I remember when that came out. Like it, it was at a time when I was just like, it's less than Jake. I'm going to pre-order it. Uh, so <laughs> it came to me. I didn't know what to expect and I loved it. And I was, and I'm still am impressed uh, that they, they kept that up throughout, through most of their career where I'm just like, it's less than Jake. I'm buying it. And I was always, I was always, uh, it was always a good choice. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. All right. So, RJ, tell us about your Scott pick. My Scott pick, if you listen to 23 Minutes of Sky, you probably heard this song a couple of weeks ago, but it is a band, and this song, I just can't get it out of my head. The The name of the band is Mr. Blank. They've been around for quite a while, uh, but they haven't really recorded too much. Just a couple singles here and there. Uh, but they are gearing up for their new album, and this is a single off their new album. The album's called Blankenstein. The name of the song is Didn't Hear It Here. good song yeah i'm really excited uh they're a band if you go and find their previous singles you will hear grow with each release getting better and better and uh when that song came out a few weeks ago i was kind of blown away by how good they've gotten just since their last recording which was already fine um yeah i really look forward to this album out in uh late october so keep an eye on mr blank everybody well, that is our episode for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'm just going to say this out loud. There were some technical difficulties, so if RJ <laughs> yeah, sounds weird, like he's a robot, um, or you can't understand him, hopefully we did the best we could in editing that you got the best I could give you. Um, but if not, just know that that's why. Um, also, next week... Um, is our one-year anniversary episode as a podcast. I know. Uh, Definitely, well, actually, I don't know. 2020 has felt like five years, but... um, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've been doing this show for a year, and I wasn't there the whole time. (laughs) So we do have some stuff planned, so make sure you check out next week's episode. But until then, keep keep listening listening to Scott. You've been listening to On The Upbeat. The On The Upbeat theme music is written and performed by Millington. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Millington The Band. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at On The Upbeat Ska. Be sure to check out our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you would like to support On The Upbeat financially, visit 
ko-fi.com slash on the upbeat. Thanks for listening and supporting on the upbeat. <laughs>